is the Cliff Owen Bronte Podcast. It's the final Cliff Owen Bronte Podcast. Well, it's not. Forever. No, it's the, I was going to say it's the final Cliff Owen Bronte Podcast for the week, but not really. No, you're a liar. This is the best of the Friday show, Mm. but of course, Friday Arvos, it's all about CB after hours, mate. After hours. So on the show today... What did we do? Lots I was an, of stuff. I was an a-hole accidentally. Mm-hmm. I was a jerk on a plane. We caught up with Vanessa and Dave yeah. again too. They're always lots of fun, our leap of faith couple. Oh, and the um, the rando thing that was stolen from producer Alicia's house. So inconvenient what was stolen from her. And also uh, like the effort that went into stealing this thing. I, I, I'm baffled. I wasn't even angry. I was impressed. <laughs> uh, get that. It's all coming up. The Cliff Farm Bronte podcast. And on this same feed, Cliff on Bronte After Hours goes up Friday Arvo's about 5pm. I saw something pop up on my Instagram feed yesterday that made me laugh a little bit but also feel very, very sorry for our lovely producer, Alicia, who joins us in studio. (laughs) Don't you always feel sorry for me? A little bit. Just my life. Oh, my God. (laughs) And just, like, obviously doing the show and the hours that we do – any minor inconvenience in our lives feels pretty mammoth, yes. especially after the show when we're a little, you know, on edge. A bit on off edge. Four a.m. Yes. You know. And what did you come home to yesterday that you had Look, to deal with? Well, I was cleaning my house as one does, and I went out to put some more stuff in my recycling bin outside, the big wheelie bin, and somebody has stolen <laughs> not the bin, the wheels off the bin. <laughs> Wow. It's just like the call, most random Call in the thing. detectives. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like a targeted attack because I live at the end of a block of units on a dirt road. Yeah. So they would have had to walk past four other houses with, with the wow. wheelie bins out the front before they got to my house. So your wheelie bin's no different to the, like it's not cleaner or newer or better in any way, shape or form? No. Okay, I was just, I'm just she's trying not, to she's find. She's not washing it out yeah. like you do. With yeah. Your yeah. I'm very, very clean when it comes to my wheelie bin. Yeah, and then uh, so we had to call the council and they're going to bring a new bin, but to get a new bin, I had to put my old bin on the curb oh and I had no. to drag it with no so wheels. it's funny you say that because oh you put it on your Instagram and without you knowing, I've actually taken the audio of oh you God. dragging <laughs> the wheelie bin. This is what a wheelie bin with no wheels sounds like, guys, when you're trying to get it to the curb. <laughs> left train tracks on yeah. your driveway. Yeah. There's like marks on the driveway. All of my neighbours were staring at me like, what is this girl doing? It's not even bin day. Oh, true. She's making all of this noise. A full bin as well that you had to drag without it, wheels on? It was full, but I emptied it out. Oh, you had to go through just the in case. Yeah. I will say, like, the council making you drag a wheelless <laughs> wheelie bin to the curb yeah. to have it replaced, that's right on brand. Yeah, isn't the it? The council, isn't it? <laughs> I have a confession to make. Welcome to the confession session. I don't know if you remember. It's been a while since our latest last confession session, but it all started when I had to admit that I put my feet up on someone's armrest on the plane when they decided to recline on what I considered mm. to be too short of a flight to recline your seat on. Yeah. This was last An year. An unforgivable action. I would say on both of your behalf. Yeah, it but was. Putting your feet <laughs> on an armrest. We're not going to talk about that. 
because well, we don't need to talk about it. You can no. go on Facebook any day of the week, and people are putting photos up of yes. like how horrified they are when others put their feet on their seat rest. Arguably, though, the act of reclining your seat on a domestic flight was pretty bad to warrant that kind of action. I thought, but I do have to confess something. And um, what happened was coming back from Harry Styles on Wednesday, I was a tired gal. It was a a trip plagued with delays and like I hate it when people complain that they're tired. <laughs> Shut up! I Everyone's was tired. tired, mate. I was Everyone's so tired. Tired. Everyone's tired. Coming home. We're all working. We're all tired. And I was in my seat, and I was on the window seat of this flight, and I decided I was going to have a little nap. And so I like to like ball up in a little ball on my seat mm. when I go to sleep on a flight. So like my legs are up on mm. my own seat, and I'm kind of just like in this little ball. Mm. And so I fell asleep like right as the plane took off, and enjoyed a like hour long kip. Woke That's up. Pretty good. I was like, I feel great. Great nap. Such a great nap, especially on a flight. And I looked beside me at the guy who was next to me. And I was like, oh, he's sitting very far forward. Has he moved his seat to be even further forward? And then I looked and I saw that where my knees had been resting on the seat was the button that reclines, and I had reclined. <laughs> Bronte Langbrook have broken your own cardinal rule of no reclining on domestic flights. I felt so bad, and I quickly like shot the the seat up. Like, and did you look? Did you turn around? No, I couldn't. I was so ashamed. But what's even worse is that I fell back asleep in the same position as we were going in for landing. And the flight attendant had to come, wake me up and be like, could you please put your seat up? And I had reclined again. So what's happened? The Because the, you got your <laughs> my legs weird up. way to sleep on a seat on a plane, by the way. <laughs> so you're in a ball, your legs are up. Yeah. And obviously, because the little button's just on the side. Yes. And you've tapped. See, because I'm a big guy, I've accidentally with my leg, oh, no. just on, with feet on the floor, accidentally tapped the button yes. before. Like, it's easily accidentally tapped. It can be. Once is okay. Twice is probably unforgivable. But it did get me thinking on 131060, has anyone ever been an accidental a-hole? Oh, I like that. So like, you, were, you were an a-hole. I was an a-hole. I should not have reclined my seat. Reclining on a domestic flight is an a-hole That's move. a-hole behaviour. And I would love if maybe... I'm sure there are moments in people's lives that you think about sometimes when you can't go to sleep because you're like, I really didn't mean to offend that person, but I did. Mm. Or hurt that person, and I did. When were you accidentally a jerk? Yeah, a bit of a jerk. Uh, before we get to an accidental a-hole story, Heath wants the way in. Uh, Heath, what do you want to add, mate? Hey. Firstly, I'm an a-hole all the time on the plane because I get in. Music in the ears, sunny's down, seat back, I'm gone. That's oh, me. You're, a, you're, you're not an accidental a-hole, Heath. You're a deliberate but you're a-hole. Worse, but you're worse because if you're small enough to get on the plane and curl up in a ball on your seat and go to sleep... <laughs> You don't need the room that old mate's using reclining back anyway. It was accidental. I know. I'm. It's it's a blessing that I can curl up in a ball. I didn't mean to. Heath, I don't think Bronte's a wholeness was ever on trial here. I think we've all just accepted that and we've moved on from that. Um, it's it's more that people who have been an accidental yes a hole and they are coming through on thirteen ten sixty. Uh, Mo's here. How are you, mate? 
No, I'm good in yourself. Really oh, good. Good. I was worried about this one, Mo, because I'm like, do people remember the times when they were an accidental a-hole? <laughs> um, but you well and truly remember the time you were an a-hole accidentally. So, I'm so embarrassed. I asked our waiter how many months pregnant she was. No, Mo. Oh, my. I did, and she just said, I'm not pregnant. <gasps> I was so embarrassed. I got off my seat and ran out the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I had no comeback. I, and you're not, you're not going back to that restaurant. No, ever again. Ever again, are you? <laughs> I love that your name is Mo too, because again, like this in this situation, that TikTok song is coming. Yes, in. yes. Oh no! Oh Mo! Oh Mo! 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 Alpha Bucks is back on Monday morning after eight. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, it's worth a thousand dollars. You're not. You're not serious. I'm bloody what? mate. Would I joke about something Since this when? important? Thousand bucks. Since about a decade, I'd say. <laughs> the dawn of time. Ten years. Yeah. And this is where we give you a free answer for Monday's game. Yes. Coming up, we will. Uh, coming up, we'll tell you. And coming up, it's right now. I'm a bit sick. Sorry. Westworld is your just clue. say Westworld. <laughs> it's it's literally written in front. Just say the word Westworld. It's Westworld. Westworld. <laughs> w is your letter, and Westworld is your free clue for Monday's Alpha Bucks. <laughs> A lot of excitement around the footy back Cowboys. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Then my team taking on the Raiders on Saturday. I'll vote Daryl's theme as well. This actually got me a bit worried, Daryl. It says on my screen, Daryl wants to sing a song. <laughs> so it's the sound of Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jeremiah is a cowboy, <laughs> a great player he will be. Because when he's running the ball or diving to score, there's no better sight to see. Right. Tommy oh, he's is more, he's a cowboy. He's, he's tough as the raging bull. Because he wanted to play, so to his doctor he'd say, I don't need that testicle. I don't know. I'm worried Daryl's going to run through the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing Daryl, he probably would. Uh, Daryl, love the passion. Oh. Don't give up your day job. <laughs> On Monday, we revealed who the final couple was, who we will be marrying Cliffo as part of our Leap of Faith competition. It was the lovely Vanessa and Dave. They join us right now. Dave on the phone, Vanessa in studio. How Good are you guys? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Dave, you slack ass. Yeah. Hey, I oh know. Sorry I couldn't be there, guys. But, uh, yeah, someone's got to pay the bills. <laughs> no <laughs> wedding bills, though. No, goodness. no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's one, uh, one we don't have to worry about. Thank God. Thanks to you guys. So You're awesome. welcome. You. Not have wrong. It, has it all sunken in? I don't think so, to be honest. I had, um, like... Even just all weekend, we just kept looking at each other going, oh, my God, we're getting married. Mm. Like we were just – then the girls at work are like, oh, quick, we've got to, you know, organise you a hen's party. True. And 
So, yeah, I don't know. I think once um, we're in the plane, we might start sinking in a bit more, <laughs> but um, we're still on cloud nine, really. Yeah, so, definitely. To yep. remind yep. everyone, you guys have been together for 15 years. You've got yep. two beautiful kids. We've got one here today. One here. Miller's here. Hello, Miller. Hey, little Miller. <laughs> she's, she's not, producer Alicia said, don't talk when we're on the air. So she's sitting there so quiet. Um, but Dave, tell us, is this the kind of thing that, you know, might have just gone by the wayside? Like if you didn't hear about this on the radio and apply for it, is is the getting married and the whole planning the wedding thing, is it the kind of thing that just could have got pushed back, pushed back, pushed back until maybe it never even happened? Yeah, no, well, quite no. Yeah, it just um, it took a lot of effort, you know, as it does um, trying, trying to plan a wedding and stuff like that. But um. Yeah, definitely. She de- definitely does deserve it. The family's um, yeah, definitely deserves it. So, um, you have to say that. Yeah. Does, he, does he deserve it? <laughs> yeah, I don't I'll know give, about him. No, yeah, I'll give you the money later on, Vanessa. He's the one's been harassing me. Like, we've got to get this done. We've oh, got to true. get this done. Yeah. Yay. And I was just a bit like, oh, I can't be bothered organising anything now. Fair so, enough. Yeah. And so you mentioned just before a hens party. I didn't even think about yeah. that. So you'll be having yeah, a hens. And- Where's the box party? Yeah, Dave. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gotta get better friends, mate. <laughs> worst, exciting. Worst best man ever, right here. Yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> Gotta start organising. Throwing um, um, your mate out of a plane and not even wishing him all the best. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> and has that element of it sunk in yet? Because of course, we when we get, got you guys in on Monday, Vanessa, it was a two-part kind of thing. First, we yep. said, "Hey, congratulations, you've actually you know won this." And the second part was when we told you you're jumping out of a plane, and like to our relief, I think you guys were as excited about that. Yep. As the actual marriage, yeah, but uh, that's that's sunk in yet. You're gonna well, say I do, then jump yeah. out of a perfectly good plane. Well, I was thinking the other day. I was so excited about the wedding, and then I remembered because I had only just jumped at Christmas time, and then I remembered that scary feeling when you're up in the plane and the door opens yes. and yeah, you're about definitely. to jump out. And I was like, Oh my god, I gotta feel that again. You know, I was like, <laughs> Don't look down. Oh, look I just, I'm focusing on. I'm getting married. I'm getting married, and then yeah, <laughs> and I then I was like. Oh, hold on. I'm still going to have that adrenaline rush and that thrill. And It's going to be so weird because, like, getting married, people, you're, like, your adrenalines and your emotions and yeah. all that, you're getting legally married. Yes. So that's already, like, yeah. like I've seen brides and grooms break down and stuff on the altar. <laughs> so you're going to have all, like, it's just going to be well, a crazy ball of emotions. Well, we don't want no up there, Cliff, all right? Well, yeah. break down or not, you're going out of the door of the plane, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking at least he can't run off down the aisle from that's me. That's true. <laughs> Jumps a bit early. I love what Dave just said. It's not about looking down, it's about looking forward. I think that's yeah. where you guys are yeah. kind of approaching this next stage yeah. after 15 years together. And yeah. as so many people have said, the love between you guys is so clear. <laughs> And it's disgusting. And it's kind of gross. It's kind of gross. Circus of a couple. We're a bunch of clowns, but yeah, yeah we're, we're good, at, good at our job. That's why we picked you. Exactly. <laughs> well, we just wanted to catch up like five days on to make sure that it's all still ticks. We're all yeah, still, like, for still both going. the wedding and the jump. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. But Vanessa and Dave, again, we're all so happy that you guys have taken it out. It's going to be happening uh, at the end of this month. <gasps> The Leap of you Faith with win. Vanessa and Dave. Thanks again, yeah. guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, guys. Woo. It wouldn't have happened without you. So yeah, thanks for thanks all your work. Thanks so much. <laughs> this is Queensland's Price is Right. Come on! Yeah! 
unprofessional. Right? Oh. Don't have to tell me twice. Producer Alicia, though, speaking of professional, Hello. has been trolling Facebook Marketplace, Gumtree, everything that yes. you can sell secondhand. Correct. And I've just realised I've not given you guys your papers or your pants. That's oh, fine. that's okay. We can, we can just say it. <laughs> I feel like that's something we can provide well, ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Clifford's not the only one that's unprofessional and unprepared for this segment. Yeah, guys, so. can you just meet me at my level, please? Goodness. God, if your level is the bar we're setting, there's no hope for any of us. So I've found three items on Gumtree, Facebook Marketplace, etc. You guys have to guess how much they're being resold for. Uh-huh. At the moment, Clifford's on three points and Bronte's only on two. So oh, really? You're going to have to try we and make a, a competition on our hands. <laughs> All right. All right, so I'll show you the pictures of the items as we go okay. and it'll give you a better idea. Oh. So Tabitha from Townsville yeah. is selling these 70s-inspired platform boots. <gasps> oh, they are sick. They're amazing. They're sensational. So they're gold and red. They're very glittery. Very I feel tall. like they would have belonged on Oxford Street yeah. last Saturday they're for crazy. Mardi Gras. They're amazing. It's like they're on fire. Um, she says she's not worn them in a long time. There's a few small damaged spots. Um, they could be worn, but they'd be, be better as a display item because they are amazing to look they at. Why would you not want to? Stare Incredible. at those. They're a lady size eight. If that influences oh, the price, who knows? Bronte, this is a game. This isn't. This isn't <laughs> just shopping. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah. Could, so come on. Add that how to much the is Tabitha from Townsville selling these boots for? Have you written okay. down something? Yes, I have. Okay, I wrote one fifty. Oh, sh- I wrote seventy dollars. All right, for a display item, you can't wear them. They're one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, Cliffo! Cliffo's on the mark. Look, <laughs> I don't know a lot of things, but when it comes to glittery, <laughs> knee high, yeah. knee high boots, <laughs> that's my bag. Okay, I keep underestimating the value of these okay. items. Yeah, All right. come on, bro. Yeah, come on. That's your problem. With, yes. That's why you're losing this game. You're I know. Too tight. Okay, Shane from Early Beach is selling this 2023 tooth fairy coin. So it's, so it's, got an a, actual... it's a dollar coin with a little fairy on it. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. He says... So um, is it real currency? I don't it's think It's a real Australian dollar? It. No, I don't no, think so. Okay. It, yeah, I think it's just a collector's item. Um, he says it's sold out with dealers within a couple of hours and no more being produced this year. So this is Ooh, so okay. it could be a collectible item. Because it's $2, so you would assume <laughs> it would be... You would buy it. But it's not a real $2 coin. Okay, okay, okay. Would you assume that? Bronte Langbrook. I'm gonna go ten dollars. I've doubled it. I've gone twenty. Shane is selling the Tooth Fairy coin for fifty dollars. Shane! Oh, Shane, you're dreaming, mate. mate. You are dreaming. That also bloody means you. But I'll take the point. Wow. Yeah. And the win. Oh my God. Win for Cliffo again, Bronte. I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> do you want to do the third item? Of course for I do. All right, for or, fun. Or, Fun for you me. Can't, you can't come Practice back, Mitch. for you. Yeah. Come on. We can at least get one point for you here, Bronte. Please. Tanya from the Gold Coast. So yeah. this is your right. home. My home. So come on. Yeah. <laughs> is selling these minion items. Oh, God. There's, okay. a col- there's a collection of items here. So there's a Batman minion, an Iron Man minion, a minion on a trike, which actually lights up and goes around the room. And two Japanese po- posters, as well as a small handmade minion. I love the way you say minion. 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 Filet minion. <laughs> so um, for the whole bunch. Is she saying they're like collector's items? They're obviously out of the packet, so they're not as, you know. Yeah. New. Oh, she, you like she hasn't your... said anything about it being collected. Okay. I mean, I would assume they are collectibles. That's why she's got Japanese posters. Okay. Bronte well, likes her minion you know. collectibles mint condition, I guys. I do. <laughs> minion condition. Uh, oh. I put $30. I put $55. <sighs> I've gone way too high. Tanya is selling all of those items 
twenty dollars. Cliff up. Cliff has three for three. You know what you need to do on the weekend? Go to a Vinnie's or something. Yes. And pay attention for the love of God. Get back in touch with the common man. Research. <laughs> we brought you some raw news yesterday. Relations between the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and King Charles have rumouredly soured further Yeah. after he's given them their marching orders from Frogmore Cottage. Yep. The most English-named place ever. <laughs> Castle ever. Yeah, Frogmore essentially, Cottage. I think King Charles had it, had it up to here with mm. their antics after the release of Spare and just yeah. said, pack up your stuff and get out. Did you see that in the doco on Netflix when Harry and Meghan were talking about Frogmore Cottage? Yeah. And they were talking about how, oh, it's qu- actually, you know, yeah, we were given, you know, part of a castle, but yes. oh, it's actually quite old and quite uncomfortable to live in and rah, rah. And I was like... Yeah, but you were given a, a, house. a house. Yeah, you didn't have to pay rent. Wedding present. But did you get a house? Yeah, but Harry also, he's so tall, mate, and sometimes those doors were a little small and he had to bend through them. God, oh, my heart Come bleeds. Come on, it's tough. Um, well, they were apparently given this place by the Queen. Yes. But, I mean, given, whatever, like mm. the King owns, all that sort of stuff. So he's just like, guys, look, you've been living in LA. You've been giving me a hard time. You're, you know, giving us all a hard time, dragging us all through the mud. It's time for you to go officially because yeah. it was still listed as their UK residence. Yeah. Yes. And they still had heaps of stuff there. And I just love how, like, this is such a commoner kind of thing for a royal family. Essentially, they've gotten the call from dad yep. to and get their shit out of the house yeah. once and for all, clean your stuff up and leave. Yeah. We're not, you know, storage world. I, I, like, as you said, I still get those calls from my mum every single week, essentially yeah. being like, next time you come home, yeah. We have to go through your, your wardrobe or the things that are under the bed in your old room because I'm not holding them anymore. So you know what was interesting? I moved because I'm from New South Wales originally. Don't hate me. It's not origin time yet. Mm. Um, but I moved from there to Queensland. So it was a really big move. And I just kind of moved up in a car. Yeah. So for the next 10 years after that, I reckon every time I was down, mum was like looking at my luggage going, what can we fit in? For you to take away. And then I would get random calls. On yes. Weekends, like, oh, do you need, like, this would be really good to go to Vinny. So over the years, mum and dad have managed to get rid of my stuff. All of it? But I would say, yeah, all of it. But the last of it actually got shipped up here. Mum and dad came up in their van and they gave some of my old precious toys, which I thought were the collector items that mum would have wanted to keep or whatever. Mm. Mum got rid of all that stuff under the guise of, I want to give it to your kids to play with. Oh, that's good. That's good from her. That's a good one, right? (laughs) That's good. And that happened a couple of years ago. So I would have, I'm 38 now. So I reckon it took from the age of moving out of home at 19, Mm -hmm. 18, 19, to the age of 35. Yeah. For mum and dad to have cleared everything of mine out of their place. I've still got a few more years. I moved out of home at 18. I'm 30. And I've still got all of my school books and all my assignments and portfolios under the bed in yeah, my You never know when you're going to need those. I, I need to know someday about photosynthesis That's as right. I learned about in Year 12 Biology. I mean, if you ever need to remember how you light up a Bunsen burner, <laughs> yeah. it's right there in Grade 10 Science. I need those textbooks. 131060, want to put it out there. 
Um, what's still at your parents' house? Yeah. Who's still, like, how old are you? And are you still using your parents' house yeah. as a storage facility? Mm-hmm. I'm not big on cutoffs or anything, but I think we're talking 30 plus here. That'd be good. Yeah. Are you are you 30 or over? And do you still have stuff at mum and dad's house? Mm. Or even, here's one that just came to me, on the other side of the coin... Are you the King Charles in this situation? Oh, true. Are you the parent yeah. who has their kids' stuff still in their house? That might even be better, actually. Mum like, will probably call. <laughs> She's in town. Is that you? Yeah. Alana is here right now. Alana, are you the child like using your parents' house as storage or are you a frustrated parent? So I have frustrated parents and I'm the I'm the storage child. Oh no. What's still there and how long has it been? Well, unfortunately, there's nothing there because they've just inconveniently sold their house. (laughs) So they keep just periodically dropping things at my house. And I'm like, guys, I don't have room for this. I I don't need a horse saddle that I had when I was... 15. How rude of them. I, I, I mean, seriously. To sell their house when I you know. have know, stuff babe. there. I mean, sure, you could have cleaned it all out when you moved out, but <laughs> you didn't. You do that? And now. Well, the, the funny thing is I actually never lived at this house, so I moved <laughs> my belongings into it. <laughs> Okay, it's hard to defend her now. All right, we're trying, Alana. <laughs> we're trying. Sammy's here on 131060. What's still at your parents' house? Nothing, but they've got all their stuff at my place. Oh, it's a reverse storage oh my situation. God. It is. I didn't oh, see that so coming. We, we bought acreage and they've left cars and car bits in all of our sheds. And they're shockers. Oh, we parents. can't do anything. Parents will be hearing this going, it's about time. Right. I'm sorry, guys, but please take it away. (laughs) You just have a garage sale, Sammy. Uh, Will's here. Will, what have you still got at your parents' house? Hey, mate, I moved uh, moved over to Australia from South Africa about 15 years ago, uh, and I couldn't fit my little Porsche 914, which is a 1970 model, in the container. So that is still parked at my my dad's house. So conveniently, he keeps that going. I was going to say, yeah, I don't think... That's the one time parents probably yeah. wouldn't complain. If you're going to leave anything, make it a sports car. <laughs> Something that you probably don't want to deal with when you come home from a long day at work and you just want to relax is dealing with the odour of what can only be described as apparently dead sheep. Sometimes dead, 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 sheep. dead sheep. Sheep. Like bar, lamb, sheep. No one wants to deal with that. Dead sheep, uh, sometimes sewerage-like smells, and uh, oh bad eggs, this is, this is, and this manure. This Bronte's bathroom, everyone. <laughs> Hence the deep clean a couple of weekends ago. No, this is what the residents of a town over in the UK in Cornwall have to be dealing with because they live in the same city as the Cathedral City Cheese Factory. Oh, okay. And they have had to, like, take legal action against this cheese factory who have now been fined £1.5 million. Jesus. Because of the... They've been literally... God, they take smell laws (laughs) very seriously in the UK, don't they? Last year they received that fine because of pollution and odour charges. Mm. So literally the smell that was coming from Mm. this Cathedral City cheese factory that was then filtering through the town... Yeah. But even with this fine, 
Locals living nearby said that not only are the noises of this cheese factory keeping them up, but the smell of rotten eggs and everything else I described makes them feel nauseous at all hours of the day. Well, that's cheese. It can be smelly. <laughs> Growing up, there was about a 20-minute drive between where my brother and I went to high school and where we lived. Yeah. And about halfway between was the sewage plant. And this is the 90s, so I'm sure treating sewage and all that, it's come a long way in the last 20, 30 years. But, um, you know, mum and dad being tight asses, they wouldn't always run the air con, particularly in, (laughs) you know, winter and stuff like that. So the car windows would just be down. And we had particular landmarks, like you get to a house on one side, and I think it was like a shop or something on the other, and that's the point where everyone in the car would wind their windows up. No. You would turn off the air, con- like whatever was yeah. bringing air into the car. Mm-mm. You'd seal the car up, like airtight, just as you drive past the sewage plant. Oh, my god! And then gosh. when you got past the shop, you could, you know... You open everything up again. All down. The yeah. worst would be if you had one of those cars, you know, when it like filters the air. You know, when you can, you have to pick a certain thing on the air conditioning thing that yeah, filters yeah. the air, and you don't do that, and you get behind like a smelly truck ah. or something. You know, pegs in the glove box, mate. Pegs in the glove box. Yeah. What's that? Peg your nose. That's what you have to do. You don't do that. No. Be a much cheaper uh, option <laughs> than the fine for the uh, cheese factory yes. in Cornwall. You got a fine. Confirming you've lost two days in a row, is that right? Why would you start the competition by confirming that? You know the answer. I think it's a valid point. Sammy, this could be the trifecta. You could take Bronte down now for the third day in a row. Oh, cool. All right. I hope so. (laughs) Are you good at trivia, Sammy? Yeah, I actually really am, but normally when I ring up the radio, I'm going to be like just... Yeah, on the spot and a bit nervous, you know. Yeah, it happens. It People happens say that for Alpha Bucks as well, Sammy. So I love Alpha Bucks. Okay, <laughs> you and everyone else. Yes. Uh, we'll put Bronte into the soundproof booth so she can't hear you play, Sammy. It's just me and you. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock and it's five questions, mate. Uh huh. Yep. You good to go? Yep. Time starts now, Sammy. What is bigger, 35% or two-fifths? Oh, not math. I got past. <laughs> what is the centre of an atom called? Oh, my God. Say that again, please. <laughs> what is the centre of an atom called? The middle of an atom. Pass again if you want. <laughs> what's, what's the name of the van in Scooby-Doo? Of the van. The van they drive in Scooby Doo. Come on! Oh, no! 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 <laughs> not a fantastic run today. I'm not going to lie, um, Sammy. But hold there. We'll see. We'll see how Bronte goes. <laughs> you still there, Sammy? Yeah, I'm still here. Right, You've got it. Yellow. You might be right, but we'll see. Um, 30 seconds on the clock, Langers. We're yep. going to get straight into it, buddy. You good okay, to go? Good to go. Your time starts now. What's bigger, 35% or two-fifths? Two-fifths. What's the centre of an atom called? Uh, Nucleus. What is the name of the van in Scooby-Doo? Mystery van. How many dots are there on a singular die? Like on a dice. Yeah. 18. What part of the body is fully grown at birth? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Belly button. Tough one. Belly button. All right. Sammy, that was some tough ones today, weren't they? Oh, yes. It always happens when I ring up. I was going good yesterday. <laughs> Everyone says that. Produ- no fair. No fair. I'm, I'm, gonna, mm-hmm. I'm just going to let I'm gonna let Bronte know the obvious now. You want it, okay? Oh, okay. You want it because... Yeah. Um, Sammy didn't get any out. (laughs) But Leash, run run through it. How did we go? Yeah, so uh, two-fifths is bigger than 35% because two-fifths equals 40%. So Bronte got that one correct. Uh, The centre of the atom is a nucleus. (laughs) The van in Scooby-Doo is the mystery machine. Close. Not the mystery van. So I gave you half a point for that one. Fair. There's 21 to- uh, yeah. dots on total on a die, and the eyeball is fully grown at birth. Yes, I was right there. Interesting. Oh, you got that one, did you, Sammy? Yeah. Yes, I know that one. It wasn't the <laughs> no ear for. It was a good guess, Bronte. Yeah. But Sammy, you call us back anytime, okay? Yeah, I will do. I'd love to. Good. Uh, that was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. 